1: Hey everyone, welcome to season five of the Dateable Podcast. As always, we're excited to be back bigger, better, and juicier than ever. For anyone new joining us, and for all of our loyal returning listeners, first of all, hey we missed you guys. Since launching in February of last year, we've had over 500,000 listens. That's a lot of people who are experiencing modern dating or just simply entertained by what the hell is happening in our love lives. Some of the publications we've been featured in include Bustle, Thought Catalog, HuffPo, Ask Men, Brit and Co. SF Gate, Up Out, and BET? Yes, BET listed us as one of the top five podcasts that might change your perspective on dating. Thanks for the love, BET. And if you didn't know already, in our off season, we launched a few premium episodes called the Why Series, where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We've had some great feedback on how actionable these episodes are, so check it out on our website under the tab Why Series. Okay, on to the show. Now, we have a lot of fun topics for you this season, and this premiere episode touches upon many of the issues and challenges we face in modern dating with technology. Just fair warning, there's some strong language and very strong opinions expressed in this episode that may be a little offensive or even shocking. But the outcome and takeaways are universal for all. Plus, you might be inspired to take on a new hobby. (laughs) Ready to find out what that might be? Here's season five, episode one. The Dateable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work, or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Krafchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. Uh, our guest today, his name is Bottle Ned. Bottle
2: Ned. <laughs> is
1: bottle your first name? Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, <clears throat> oh, your parents were <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, that's
2: me, man. I my own name. Screw my regular name.
1: Why, why do you go by Bottle Ned?
2: Because I'm a treasure hunter. I like digging up old bottles.
1: What kind of
0: bottles?
2: Antique bottles from the 19th century.
0: Oh. Yeah. Have you made mm-hmm. any money off of them?
2: I can't say. Oh. I don't want people to <laughs> copy me.
1: This is like a hobby you've had for a while. Yeah. Since like you were a child.
2: Yeah, since I was a child.
1: So, how many bottles do you have right now?
2: It's not quantity, it's qual- quality.
1: Oh, just like dating, isn't it?
2: that. Nice segue. Well,
1: speaking of dating, we're going to get right to it. So, yeah. Ned, you've been in. Sam, or you've been in the Bay Area for your whole life?
2: Yeah, unfortunately.
1: Unfortunately. You're a first local, maybe. No, definitely not. Well, I would believe it. The first local who's been here the whole time. No, that's ra- been here the whole time, Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, yes. there's no locals around here, hardly. <laughs>
1: You're from the Marin, right? Like, oh. it's the Same thing. It's the same thing. That's not SF
2: local. I grew different. up in Shelter Cove. My hot tub.
1: And just to give you guys an um, an idea of his age range, he's uh, anywhere between eighteen to fifty, apparently. <laughs> so I thought
2: that was like the girls that I would date. Oh, I but didn't you know would, that was supposed to be me.
1: You would date girls as young as eighteen and, and as old, old as fifty.
2: Well, wouldn't anyone? I mean, if they had a chance,
1: if they had any, any guy. Chance.
2: Yeah, tr- let me tell you something right now. Any guy would would date an eighteen year old if they had a chance, and if it was socially acceptable, and if they could get away with it or whatever.
0: Socially acceptable was the key. Thing.
1: Yeah. Yes. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my You Can gosh. do whatever you want. And then you go as high as fifty. But how old are you?
2: I have to say, dude, I'm like a. You could say a range. You'd say a range. I 30s something.
1: 30s, okay. <laughs> so that's it. We're narrowing it down between 18 to. 40 I don't even remember how 30. old I am. All,
2: all my dating sites say a different age. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, an 18-year-old, they're not going to go for somebody that's like, oh, my God, you're in your 30s? Like, like, like they're going like, to be like, Jesus Christ, he's old. But th- when they see you, they don't realize how old they are because 18-year-olds don't have a concept of, yeah. they just see a person that's an adult. They don't know how old they are as an adult. They just I'm see, just, like, I'm just a full-grown man
1: more bothered by the fact that you're totally uh. 18. Years. <laughs> I don't care if 18. Oh years no, no. I'm an equal you.
2: opportunity employer. I will any 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 age, any whatever. I don't give a shit.
1: So for those of you who are listening <laughs> to this and going, "What the fuck is going on?" The reason why we brought Ned on is because Ned and I saw each other a couple days ago and we started talking about dating in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Dating in San Francisco is terrible, and I mm-hmm. have some tips for people to date better." Right. Yeah. So let's talk about why you think dating in San Francisco is problematic.
2: I think that's. uh, I mean, it's common knowledge to a certain extent. If you do some research online, you can type in why (laughs) dating in SF sucks, and you know, for people, people know. You know, it's everyone's perpetually distracted. It's the city's full of perpetual children. They're boring. They're uninteresting. They're, you know, tech. You know, those kind of people, and that's fine for certain types. You know. Uh, I think the main problem is people have too many options. That's what it comes Mm -hmm. down to in the city, options. That's what it comes down to anywhere. If if you encounter a person that has too many options, they're never going to choose any one thing. They're always going to, it's human nature to always see that the grass is greener on the other side of the fence and especially pertaining to dating. So now you throw things like technology and Tinder into the mix. Um, you know, and maybe in 1990, you had a bunch of vapid materialists walking around who are like Wall Street, you know, wannabe to types. stock but is this,
1: is this an issue that you're facing personally? Yes, yes, of course. Okay.
2: Definitely facing this issue. And, I'm tr- and what I'm doing is I'm using it to my advantage instead of being screwed over by it like I have been, mm. you know, for the last decade of being around here. And so I, it took me a long time to realize this and a lot of like frustration of being in the city and trying to date these girls that are always distracted and then, then they're always like talking to five other guys and then you're talking to other girls and and like you just want to commit but you don't and you can't because you're so ambivalent because you're like, oh, I like this person but then there's always the promise of another person because you're in a big city and it's generally a problem for a city but it's especially a problem for a technology-driven city like San Francisco. and. You know, people generally live in a city so that they can, uh, you know, pursue their career. And so their career first and their relationships come second and their friends come first and the relationship comes second. And then when you add things like Tinder into it, it's like you know the next guy's only a swipe away and how many freaking millions of dudes are there around in the city right because the technology freaking Ivy League fucking cocksucking douchebags coming here off the bus every day off the there's bus. thousands of them so to speak figuratively oh, speaking like, what bus
0: the are Google they taking the Google bus
2: they uh, get off the plane and get onto the Google bus they're coming from all around the world it's kind of like the gold rush San Francisco has always been the city of mm-hmm. men and let me tell you why is because it's it started as a city of men because there was a bunch of argonauts and explorers coming here in 1849 to uh, to search for treasure and there's a bunch of single men in bottles. 18 in bo- well I've tried <laughs> to find their bottles now but in 1850 there was there was you know thousands of men in the city there was probably only Fifty women. There was some statistic like that, and mm. so they had to import prostitutes from Europe and South America and China mm. just to, to satisfy the demand because there was hardly any women here. Oh, and I so, did not so, know that. it's yeah. 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 uh, lesson here. You know, even now we have this big tech boom, which attracts m- generally more men. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why there's like a maybe about a twenty thousand. Men, men surplus in the Bay Area. There's like 20,000 mm-hmm. more dudes than there are chicks or some kind of crazy number like that. Um,
1: but do you feel like you're competing with other men? You think there's more well, of competition? of course.
2: Inherently, you're going to be competing with other dudes when you have you know a huge pool of people. You're going to be... Dating is competition. That's the nature of it.
1: Yeah. So you've come to some solutions. What are yes. these solutions? I have a
2: really simple, practical solution <laughs> okay. that works for me. <laughs> Works first time, every time.
1: <laughs> Let me take a deep breath first. I cannot wait. You ready? I'm so ready. I feel like knowledge is about to get dropped. Oh, yeah. Ah, knowledge bomb. To drop it. <laughs> drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. Three. Drop it like a
0: <laughs>
2: The secret to dating successfully in San Francisco is... Not dating people from San Francisco. (laughs) Damn. You know how fucking long it took me to figure that out? You know how many fucking stupid ass basics I had to go through? (laughs) Shitty dates where I'm like, oh, I'll take you out to dinner. I'm really, I'm the nice guy. And I'm this. And now I'm like trying to text and they're fucking not responding. And and, and my heart's broken and all this shit. And then it's like these fucking people are like, they seem like they don't have a soul and shit. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Fucking Tinder Is the kiss of death right because you have millions of people Mm -hmm. guess what tinder is the kiss of death in the city because there's millions of people in the city populating tinder Uh uh-huh if you get tinder passport (laughs) you go to a small town where there's less people and all the girls there are just like you know oh man i'm sick of these like three dudes i have to choose from (laughs) and you just start tindering there you fucking get so many goddamn hits i'm like i'm like freaking neck deep in in freaking tinder messages just from going to Dunsmere or, Wait, but, uh, but are you or a Gold about? Country town up in Placer, I don't know. So, any- when you're yeah. talking
1: about these small towns, you're not talking about like Bumblefuck, Idaho or something. No, no, like no, that. no, no, no. You you, Locals. It's got to be
2: feasible. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with San Francisco is a lot of people don't want to travel outside of their little right. microclimate. A lot of people are living in their microclimate. And I get that too. And I have a solution for that too. I haven't actually tried to implement it because I'm willing to drive and it's, it's, it's given me great success. Um, but, uh, <laughs> What's your solution for the people not willing to drive? Um, you have to find someone that just moved here and they have to be from a small town and you have to get them right when they fucking I was going to say the same host. thing. I think there is a definite
0: yeah. merit to but, that. But
2: look, trust me, man, it's still hard because as soon as a, a girl moves here, they're like overwhelmed. Like, oh, all oh my men. God, so many men. They're so attractive. They all went to Ivy League schools and they all make <laughs> upwards of six figures a year. Holy shit, my parents don't even, like they work at like McDonald's. You <laughs> know, it's like people that come here, they're you know from small and a lot of people from small towns don't come here that's the problem that's why i go to them cuz mm-hmm. you know just the fact that i own a car impresses them like wow. here, when you're trying to on a date in San Francisco with a San Francisco girl, you, you can't impress them. You could say every fucking thing in the world to pull it out of your freaking hat like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm, my career, uh, my car, my, my this, that, my talent, skills. They don't give a shit because they have a million other so dudes. There's
1: a little bit of socioeconomic status oh, yeah. mixed in here. Are you When you go to the small towns, do you find the difference then? Oh, we-
2: fuck yeah, I find the difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is Oh that?
2: my God. It's easier to impress them. All you have to do is be like, hey, I'm an actor in San Francisco. Like, Wow, you live in a big city? Wow, you're an actor? You have a driver's license? Do you have any convictions for drugs like meth? You've never dealt meth before like so my the, last boyfriend? Oh, my God, really I mean, my parents are going to love you.
1: The standard is really low,
2: then. So, hell, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what One you want. You best. want
2: people with low standards so you can impress them no matter what you do. And they're and they're bored. They're sitting in their town. They're going, God, I, I just need something to do, someone to do. I need some something to like sweep me off my feet. I'm sick of all these dumbass guys with tattoos who ride around on their skateboards and sell drugs and never leave their small town. They're sick of that. They want this interesting guy from the city. They want this guy like,
1: whoa, this okay, but like, I get yeah. I get how you can impress them. But what would be impressive about them for you. Like what would be attractive? Okay,
2: good, very good question. What is attractive? What is Let's first talk about what's not attractive about a girl from San Francisco. A girl okay. from San Francisco Perpetual, perpetual child. At 28, she's still running around pretending she's in a sorority. And they're, they're, they, uh, they're fickle. They're, they're never concentrated on you. They're always on their phone. They're always getting text messages even when you're on a date. They're they're constantly like distracted. Technology, it's all about distraction. You're getting these notifications. Fucking notifications. And, and so they're, they're distracted. They're fickle. They're not emotionally invested in you. They're invested in their career. Mm. They're, they're invested in their friends. They're not they don't look at you They when they look at you they don't really look at you they're not mm-hmm. in that moment because they're so fucking overwhelmed and distracted because that's just human nature that's the nature of our brains we get overwhelmed by too much stimulus mm-hmm. living in a city too much stimulus too much technology too much here's the thing about girls from small towns they really look at you they they fucking they they look at you like they have something behind their eyes mm-hmm. their soul
1: they're present and
2: they're present with you mm-hmm. and they, you know it's it's true what they say being a small town is like being 10 years in the past guess what wasn't fucking 10 years ago is all these goddamn distracting apps and bullshit and all this smartphone crap and so they're actually present in the moment and they they spend time with you and when i first started doing this i was like this is what's been missing in my life in my dating life mm-hmm. is I, I get to actually date somebody. I get to go on multiple dates. It unfolds like a relationship, it builds, it becomes. There's like an upward momentum. Whereas in the San Francisco girls, you just there's you can't you can't fucking date them.
0: So you in see, general, you mentioned general. earlier that you're an equal opportunist in terms yeah. of age. Some of the stuff you mentioned, have you seen a
2: difference as women get older? Definitely a difference between as women get older in different Areas so, in San Francisco, you're going to have the uh, largely you're going to have the the college and then above crowds. So you're going to have the 21 to 28 is probably the hardest age bracket to date because mm-hmm. they're they're uh, they're super overwhelmed and busy and they just got to the city and they're like dist- and they're not totally. ready to s- settle down or commit. But and so they're, but they're they're but they're old enough to be jaded, but they're yeah. too they're too young to be wise. So that's the hardest part. And then 28 up, that's when they're like, ding, oh shit, biological clock, got to breed. <laughs> oh man. True. But then with that's San Francisco, it's actually way delayed. See, in a small yeah. town, fucking mm-hmm. you're 21, and you're, 21 yeah. you already have a kid. You're a single mom with a kid or you're, you're looking, you know, but in San right. Francisco, 29, 30, early 30s even now, you're still like running around like right. you're in a sorority, woo! You know, but see... Do you so you prefer yeah.
1: the younger or the younger Well, range? in
2: San Francisco, it makes it really difficult. This is a tough one because basically the age brackets screw you. 21 to 28 in San Francisco, you're, it's very hard. Above 28, that's good, but you have to be ready to get, you know, commit right away and get married and all that stuff, which is what you're looking for. So if, if you're looking for something more of a, com- a commitment from a girl, I would go for a girl basically above 30 at this point. But what are you looking for? Me personally? Yeah. Um, I'm looking for a white trash hippie girl in a Ugh. small town whose parents own some nice property. And as soon as I meet her, I'm just going to fucking move up there onto that property, either in a trailer or in the house. And I'm just going to like, uh, Look for bottles. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. I almost had it, man. Last summer, dude, I met a white trash hippie girl, totally sexual, fucking hot. And the only problem was she was, a, she was fucking, she was kind of an idiot and she was selfish. And it didn't work out. She cheated on me with a fake hippie who, who painted her in the nude. And I said, don't go up there. Don't go camping with that fucking fake ass hippie. He's going to he's gonna try to have sex with you. And she's like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Woo. And then she did. And I was like, fuck, because her family, dude, had the nicest house in Sebastopol. Oh, my god! Fucking old money with a hot tub. These people are all old money. They're white trash rich. They're, mm. Their fucking grand, great grandfathers were like lumber barons. And but shit. don't
1: but don't or you farmers
2: that don't you wealthy. want to look
1: for a partner? I mean, even if this is just yes. fleeting, but like, yeah. don't you want a partner who's equally as interesting, equally as ambitious, like equally as whatever it may be? I fucking but...
2: hate ambitious people. They're always like, "Yeah, I'm going this weekend. I'm going to to Bali for a week next month, <laughs> and this weekend I'm going to Phoenix, and then, then fucking <laughs> I'm going rock climbing and boating." I'm like, Jesus Christ, slow the fuck down. I just want to like connect with you. I hate fucking ambitious people. I want somebody so that's fucking there for me. Why do you live in San Francisco?
1: Why do you live here?
2: Cuz I I I I Self-deprecating, I can't stand myself. No, I'm just kidding. No, the, <laughs> the real reason is, is there's great work here. That I, I'm useless. I'm if I go to a small town, they're right. like, if you're not a general contractor or a carpenter, you're right. a fucking who are you? You do voiceover and acting? Get the fuck out of here, you idiot! So, and so then I come, I'm a man of no worlds. It's actually yeah. fucked for me. That's kind of one of the reasons why it's taking so long. So I go to a small town and people are like, hey, yo, know, you grow weed or you, you you do carpentry up here? You know, we don't do like voiceover and all that shit. Whatever the hell you do down and then I come down here and my skills are relevant but then the people I'm around But would would you want I, to pluck yeah. someone from a small town and bring them here or No, you- you'll just corrupt them. No, I want to go there. <laughs> you pluck them from a small town. I, I would never do that to anybody. I would never do, do something so terrible to so it's
1: pretty safe to innocent say, person. It's pretty safe to say God. that you're you're you've stopped dating in San Francisco.
2: Oh fuck yeah, I have. I I, I have a hundred percent not will not waste my time. And I, a couple times I've I've gone back and been like, maybe I should. And I've started to talk to a couple of San Francisco people. And then after dating the small town people, it is this difference. The contrast is so stark. When you talk to the San Francisco, people be like, Oh my God, you're like a fucking 30 year old child. And, and you are not really in this invested in me at all. And you're totally distracted. And you're talking to like five other dudes. And this is, n- this is not going anywhere.
1: But you the say fucking- you're in the same boat the- though. They may be talking to five other dudes. You're talking to five other girls. So aren't well, yeah, you kind of the mirror of them?
2: Yes, but I'm talking to them to increase my options and and increase my possibility for success in a shorter time period. And then as soon as, as I get a hint of somebody like the dirty hippie chick last summer, <laughs> I, I stopped, you know, talking to everybody and I just committed to that. As soon as I got a hint that it might fucking go somewhere. So let's then, talk about yeah, that because uh-huh.
1: when we spoke yeah. last time, you were like, you know, the girls in small towns date like, they date traditionally. And the girls mm-hmm. in San Francisco, they don't date traditionally. Correct. So what does that
2: mean? It's just the girls in San Francisco are too distracted to be able to go on mm-hmm. one date and then be like, oh, let's go on another date. And then maybe this is, I'm, I'm speaking in general from yeah. yeah, ex- yeah, totally. experience. And then it, there's this feeling of it building and there's this commitment that kind of is a subtext mm-hmm. when you start spending more and more time with people. The key to successfully dating is to is to spend time with somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. And the problem is I don't fucking have a job where I see certain people every day. If you have a job, even in the Bay Area where you see the same people every day, if you could pick a fucking person that you are attracted to and you like out of that and, and work on that and build that, you yeah. have a chance. Yeah. But if you don't, if you're not in that situation, let me tell you, you are fucked. So you can't like. You need time, and, and with small town girls, I, they have the time because they don't have anything to do. There's no, there's no employment there. If they maybe they go to a JC and they they work at a, as a at a restaurant, but they have time and they, and they have a, a emotional availability, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like they're. So you can spend time and you develop like a connection with them. And I found it before that in in the city, in the Bay Area, I found it really hard to develop connections with people. They're just mm-hmm. too jaded, too, distract- too distracted, and they had too many options.
0: like do women feel the same way? Yeah, the, I know, which is, which is part, strange. Absolutely. Why I is, don't get that either. Because I know you mentioned earlier, if you Google, there was this article from uh-huh. like The Realist a while ago. I don't yeah. know if you remember this, like why dating and SF is the
2: worst. Yeah, yeah, i And that. both
0: men and women were posting it. So that's, that's the part that's amazing. baffling to me. It's, it's not baffling. like one sex is like having... The best yeah. time ever, and the other one is not. Everything like, you're saying, really...
1: perpetual child, um, distracted, yep. fickle. It's not for, it applies to the men, too. Oh, Not oh, yeah. emotionally invested, not present. These are the phrases we hear all the time from both, both sexes. So what's the real issue here? Because you're talking about mm. specifically online dating and yeah. actually specifically Tinder. Have you tried to meet people in real life?
2: Oh, what do you mean if I tried to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole point or else you're wasting your time. No,
1: but like getting off the apps to meet people. Oh, yes,
2: show. yes. I have thought about that. Not in San Francisco, obviously, because everyone's on their phones. You can't even talk to them. You go to,
1: true. how do you
2: meet someone? You go to a public space and you, you see someone at Whole Foods or sitting at a table eating their food and you go and talk to them or you grocery store or bookstore or on the street at bus stop. Anywhere you go now, everyone's just like their face is glued to their freaking phones. A bunch of fucking pod people. I see them walking down the street now. They actually makes me viscerally depressed I, I see these people crossing the street there's like yep. it's, it's like fucking invasion of the body snatchers they're all wearing their fucking little white headphones so and they're just true. like duh, duh. <laughs> now, it's come to a point where like my impression of someone in San Francisco is someone walking staring at their phone not even looking at reality and just going well, I mean it's sad it's sad like,
0: because like I've lived here angles, now for you know. nine years so I feel like yeah. I've been here for a decent amount and there was like this I forget it was like some sketch on YouTube but like the, it was, like, taking you through different mm-hmm. people that you would meet in different cities. And the stereotype for SF was, like, a tech bro on his phone. Oh, yeah. yeah tech or, we chick, like, or chick. Or chick. But yeah. we were, like, this is so sad because, like, a couple years ago, that would not have been yep. what people associated yep. with San Francisco.
2: But now so, that yeah. is. And, like. And now it's so this this plague, this infection. Infection in our fucking civilization is going to go to these small towns. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> run, <laughs> gonna go, you're going go to freaking,
0: first. You're gonna yeah. go to
2: Redding in 10 years and there's going to be a bunch of people <laughs> on their phone, too. I bet. You know, they already all these goddamn white people are already moving to uh, Sacramento and, and other cool cities and infecting those cities with their stupid automaton phone tech tech bullshit, you know, which which sucks, you know because i have a lot of secret little places i can still go that's that are like islands oases of oases-ies?
0: what are some of oases-ies? the places <laughs> <laughs> you just made that up I want to share where some of those your Fuck no are. i'm not going to no, share it no with I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's pretty logical are. dude just think about the a small town where people true. don't have a lot of options or where people are let me i'll t- i'll tell you this i I went on a date that was really amazing uh, last summer, and it like made summer actually feel like summer. I, I was I was camping in uh, Weber Lake in Tahoe, and I started Tindering the shit out of it because I you know as soon as I go anywhere else I'm like bam 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 you know Tinder t- and so it's just like right right right, and then so I I met this girl who's like my fantasy girl. She lived in. Parson City, Nevada. No idea where that is. <laughs> yeah, no. Most people don't who live in the city. But I'll just <laughs> as an anecdote, I, I I went up to visit her, and she was driving this beat-up old truck from the 1980s, and, and she, she had a cassette player, and she still used cassettes. She's a 23-year-old, absolutely drop-dead, fucking long- Blonde hair with peach fuzz, tan skin, perpetual bikini peach body fuzz. like those white trash girls tend to do. They're like, why are they all so hot? Why are they not fat? They all eat like terrible food and stuff. But it, it, there's, she's like soap. She's like fucking in a bikini in pictures. I'm like, what the hell? So anyway, I'm driving around in this beat up truck. And she was babysitting some beautiful little kid that her friend had that was – she was out of town for the weekend in Tahoe. That's out of town when you're in Carson City. It's literally like <laughs> 10 miles away or something. Right. But anyway, so uh, we're driving around in this beat up pickup truck and the sun was setting in the desert and it was me and her and this child, this beautiful child that could have <laughs> been ours. That's
1: not yours or hers.
2: But it could have yeah. been. And, and we went to this barbecued ribs festival and we we're walking around and, and and I was holding the child's hand and I was holding her hand. I was like, this is what I'd be doing if I grew up in Carson City. <laughs> I would be married to this beautiful, peach-fuzzed, blonde-haired, tan, bikini-body, fucking hick girl who drives a beat-up truck, and her dad's a contractor. Their dads are always contractors. <laughs> and I would be, I would have this beautiful child, and it would be mine, and, and we'd be at the barbecue, barbecue rib festival together and as a family. And I just, I, I, I actually started crying, and I had to, I, I was like, oh, that's I it was really hot. I started crying. Oh my God. It was fucking crazy, <laughs> I, dude. I, so I, I had to tell her it was hot sauce.
1: Bottleneck. I'm just like not in the same world as you. I, I see it, but I don't get it yet. And I I, just see don't, wha- I think the takeaway, th-
0: though, at least that I'm hearing, is that you have like a like this isn't necessarily your environment, but you found other options without
2: having to leave. Some people, you know, you know, aren't gonna feel like they belong in a certain place, right? And I've always felt that. And But I grew up in kind of a smaller town in Marin in a different time period when people were a lot cooler and less tech-driven and distracted. So, you know, I, I guess it's natural I'm going to feel that. And so being in the city, it actually it never feels right to me. It never feels comfortable right. to me interacting with anyone here. And I, I know there's other people here that probably feel the same. And
0: Totally. I think a lot the, of people do. Yeah. I, we have a lot of – I mean, we are saying, like, a lot of friends – I feel mm-hmm. this way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like – is there like that guy that wants that commitment and maybe yeah. the maybe a strategy is going to like the East Bay or not
2: like or somewhere else you like have South to physically Bay, or, like,
0: maybe it is expanding your horizons a
2: bit it's hard because you have to be able to commit because one of the number one uh, keys to a uh, formula for a relationship to work is proximity, physical proximity. Right. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're you going to have to close be close to each other.
1: But I think it's a catch-22 because your situation is a little different. Mm-hmm. Most people come to San Francisco where they go to mm-hmm. a city, not only because they're attracted to that city and yeah. the mm-hmm. career opportunities, but they're also attracted to the people in that city. Mm-hmm. So this city attracts people who yep. are... Maybe um, you know career driven. They're ambitious. Mm-hmm. They're they're really into trying out new things, or kind of you know adventurous. And <laughs> everybody's
2: ways. oh let's go on an adventure. Oh let's find a hidden secret. How about that lake, Alamere Falls, Bass Lake, that lake that I fucking like grew up at, and now they're inundating there. They're all coming there in droves from f- their fucking Google buses. But you see it
1: from the outside. For people who are in the situation, uh-huh. who are like actually in the trenches like the every tech. day bam every go to their day, job bubble, come back they're, having, they're the city yeah, they're having I get issues dating I think these are the mm-hmm. takeaways I'm, I'm thinking of um, yeah. and we talk about this a lot is one put your phone and your headphones yeah. down I mean that's oh, huge definitely people yes. are so not yep. present not even in conversation but just walking down the street yeah. for safety reasons mm-hmm. you should be putting down your phone and your headphones out no
2: right? I mean I make the phones are addictive and I'm no freaking exception I'm not cooler than everyone else here I fucking, I'm Mighty. a pod person. I'm a goddamn automaton robot douchebag loser too. I sit there on <laughs> my phone. Yeah, I stare do. at my fucking phone and look at mindless bullshit on Facebook for like for like an hour after I wake up or like for an hour when I'm eating. It's it's like hours a day are wasted. And like totally. when I go to a public space, I, I make it a point to put that shit in my pocket and just look around me and and be open be open yep. to c- connecting with somebody eye contact, eye contact and and, and just the real key is another thing I learned from pe- going to small towns is small town people are really good at talking to everybody even yeah. if it's su- it, mm. it's never superficial it's it's like hey how's it going how are I you, you they make conversation you. with yeah. you yeah. and that is the key to fucking totally. everything it's the key to getting jobs it's the key to like meeting people that you it, you. It, everything can be gotten by just making casual random conversation with random people that you don't well, know so this totally. is, is an yeah. issue we mm. always
1: face is that people yeah. in the city kind of feel like they're in the center of the universe and everything kind of evolves around them? Urban
2: elites, so yeah. So when course. you
1: when you go into a date, what most people do is they have a checklist of things they need to accomplish in that date or in that day or in tomorrow. So then
2: what the fuck they're
1: not present on, yeah, you, while they're on that date because they're too busy thinking about their own
2: elementary. Dates, right? You have to be present. You you got to let all that stuff go. It's like meditation. So
1: I I agree. So I was gonna say a great tip is before you go on a date, mm-hmm. put down your phone for 30 minutes beforehand so oh. your mind is at least clear. Right. But
2: don't you have to check your text messages to see if your date's going to flake well, on you Well, then or you should not? just or say for
1: the next 30 minutes I'm not going to be reachable. I'll see you there. Right? Ooh, so that's, I a think good, that's a good because, idea. because one, it gives people yeah. less of an opportunity to flake to out flake. last minute. Yeah. If they know two, that and you get to clear your mind. That's you a should good meditate idea. thirty minutes before a date, so when you go into that date, clean slate. You're and not be present. Don't have.
2: And it's hard not to have like um, stuff from your past that comes in and influences your present consciousness. You're like there's always going to be, thi- like, you know, that's why the young girls are really great because they're not jaded. But there's like, there's like stuff. Everybody who's over fucking, you know early 20s is going to have all this the social conditioning and and all these past experiences Mm -hmm. that are going to influence how they interact with individuals now and that's also very damaging because you can go into a situation where you don't even know a person and you can have judgments of them based on their appearance, based on things they've already told you, and a text message. I mean, how could you judge someone from a text message, really? And then all this stuff, and it's really a good meditative practice to uh, to clear your mind of prejudgment. Yes,
1: totally. before going no, on a date. Yeah. And the other um, yeah. thing I want to bring up is you said the girls you meet aren't emotionally invested mm-hmm. because they go from date to date, and we see this a lot. So totally. people schedule back-to-back dates. Of course. They have their whole week yep. filled. What if you took a step back and said, I'm only going to go on one date a week? That's it. So for that, that week, might, wow, that
2: you might be only pretty think good about plan. this
1: one person. Yeah. Because what happens a lot of times is we go on a date and we think, oh, this doesn't work out. I still have yeah. that date on Saturday. Exactly. There's a plan B.
2: Yeah.
1: So we're not investing in that person. We're well, not there. I think that's there. a great idea. We're not fully present. you know, And then we're not emotionally present either. No. So I, I would say, take a step back and say, I will only schedule max." one date per week. Yep. That's it.
2: You just yeah, and you just have to hope they're doing the same thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean I think like
2: <laughs> Which usually they aren't, which breeds you know, you know, if if everyone did that, that would be great. It, but that breeds um, you getting really frustrated because then you're like, shit, I have no backup plan and she flaked on me on a Saturday night vlog. You know, that's... that's it. Well, it, I'm hoping but, that, would,
1: that would create more accountability. You're right. So if you only have I, one date a week...
2: I think it's a better way just to, to live because then you're at least putting yourself out there and then you will eventually come yep, across that exactly. exceptional person
0: exactly. that
2: is doing the same thing or feels the same way. So there
0: are. Absolutely. I mean, I know like you're obviously seeing uh-huh. it from yours, but we talk to a lot of people and a lot of people feel the same way you do. Oh, Absolutely. I know. Well, I've, I've read and all that stuff. Men, so it's like, oh yeah, we all are facing this. So it's yeah. like, clearly, no one's happy with the way they're dating with this back to back, like always, no. another option. Yes. So it's like, what can we do? All this stuff,
1: I think, is very. It is, valid, that's
2: you know? really constructive. But
1: I think the main kind of point I mm-hmm. want to get to is <clears throat> everything that I'm not just speaking to you, Ned. But if you're listening and you have all these complaints <laughs> about the people you've been dating. Look to yourself yeah. first. You know, when you call someone yeah. a perpetual child, mm-hmm. look to yourself. True. Are you exhibiting behavior that also makes you seem like a perpetual child? Of course. Child? If you're complaining about people who are fickle and they're distracted, right. yeah. are you also fickle Amen.
2: and distracted right. by yeah. yourself? Right?
0: It's usually, like attracts like. Exactly.
1: A lot. So look inside first into yourself and see what you can change about yourself before you start putting you know putting these complaints out into the universe because oh, yeah. we're all in the same boat here. Exactly. Nobody yep. likes to date someone who schedules five back to back dates. No. Yeah. Nobody likes to date someone who is not fully present even though they're looking at you. Nobody wants any of that, right? So we can not change call it. someone
0: on their bullshit too. Oh my
1: gosh. Like yes. if someone's on
0: their phone or
1: like fiddling around, be like Let's do a rule that we're not having our phones out for this date. Yeah. yeah, can we not? Yeah, can we not have our phones out? And I do like, because people always say, you know, like, I think someone should um, confirm the date, you know, you know, the day before. And I agree. I think if you're going on a date, then you know, um, you have a date set, you should confirm the night yeah. before. And for that whole entire day, you shouldn't have anxiety about if that person's mm-hmm. going to show up or not. That shouldn't be an issue for anybody. Right. So you should confirm the night before and that for the whole day, lose that anxiety and lose your phone. I think you You got a good point because
2: you can't expect other people to do this, but you should at least do it yourself. Because as soon as you recognize yourself, it took me, I mean, so long to know who I am before I could gain the confidence and experience and understanding to really be able to effectively use my dating techniques, which are, you know... Not as difficult as yours, frankly. I'm just using the technique of avoidance of, of a certain group of a demographic of people, but in a certain geographic region. Yeah. But uh, your uh, your technique is 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 harder in the in the short term, I think. But I think it's going to pay off because you're going to invest and invest. And the the trick is, you know, you you really just have to say, like. I'm going to invest and give myself. And if they don't do the same thing, then they're not worth it anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also yeah.
1: I think you'll filter better. If yeah. you are only allotted one yeah. date a week, then you're not going to say to every, yes to everyone yep. who asks you out. And off, I right? think we, so we had
0: we had an episode about how to meet more people in real life. Yes. People always struggle with this yeah. because dating apps are the default and no one is happy with that, but that's how it is. Yeah. So we've been kind of, we did, like, a challenge, a seven-day challenge, and I did it myself, and it was not having your phone, smiling at people, trying to make small
2: talk like you talked yeah. about, and it's
0: hard. It's people fucking hard. People do so hard. You notice. You get what, out of, uh,
2: it's, it's it's like a muscle that you have right. to work totally. all the time or else you lose it. It's totally.
0: weird. But I feel like from doing it myself, like, I've been making a lot more random conversation with people. I've just felt yeah. more relaxed not being glued to my phone, yeah. like, every second, so I do think even if you're not getting the reciprocal yeah. back, it's like still healthy for you to do even for yourself.
2: And if you take a road trip and go to a small town, notice how they do it. Cuz you'll go to a yes. grocery store and there'll be a lot more random conversation oh, sure. with cashiers and fellow shoppers and are you you're in, you go anywhere and pe- in it, first, you know, when I when I was first noticing this, you know, and I was like going, you know, doing my trips out of the city whole yeah. campaign, you know, years ago, I, I would be walking in the street. Someone would be like, hey, how's your day going? I'd be like, what the hell do you want from yeah. me, yeah. Get away from exactly. me. You know? Exactly. Yeah, Here you're like, like exactly you're asking know? for money. all your motive. Yeah, but money? actually, you know, yeah. you have to realize that people are genuinely asking that because they come from a different environment. And then, but take that, take that back mm-hmm. to this place.
1: I, I do, uh, so here's here's a little trick for people, and, and I've done this with um, friends before. Go to Union Square, and just attract the oh, tourists. Oh yeah, attract Good the idea. tourists because Attracts tourists will talk the tourists? to tourists. Tourists will talk to anybody. Oh, yeah, they yeah. need directions. Travelers will talk yeah. to anybody. They everybody. need to, yeah. you know, they need to not, figure out they're where from to go small exactly. towns. They're from small towns. They need to know what's like the hottest restaurant to go to. Yeah. Just sit in Union Square and you're gonna be approached by a ton of people good, who are so point. willing to yeah. talk to you. And that's a great way to exercise yeah. your Yeah. I used to skills. yeah.
2: I used to go into the hostels and do that. I would yeah. just go and talk to folks. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> go into that. on Broadway. T- just don't get
1: killed, guys. The other on the flip side. Is, and we talked about this too, date like you're on vacation in your city. Exactly. Why can't you just yeah. date like you're coming right. to San Francisco for the first time and you're talking to strangers because you're in a different city or yeah. you're in a new city? I went to Sonoma last week. I was just in a hotel lobby, and I spoke to more people in that one day than I have my entire month in San Francisco. Yeah. Because people are just so willing to talk when and they're on vacation. you're probably yeah. more
0: approachable, because if you're on yep. vacation, you're not glued to your phone, you're yes. looking around, you're and I have my dog out there, that helps too. <laughs> yeah. So should we do
1: a question of the day? Yeah, let's do a question of the day this is really entertaining yeah this <laughs> is. End of the day from adam who says i planned this elaborate first date with this girl i really like and uh she ended up suggesting that she didn't want to go on this elaborate date she just wanted to go to her house and chill what does this mean is this sort of the standard of dating now and did i make the wrong impression am i trying too hard
2: this is a first date? How long have they been talking, though? I, I don't get it. Well, heard, I don't know. We
1: don't have any background information, yeah. but it's a first date.
2: Well, geez. Um, I mean, my my first thought would be that she just wants to wants some booty. Yeah. But, but, you know, then you start to think there are some strange people. And when I say strange, just like outliers, like people who think differently. And, you know, recently I had a girl. She's like, hey, I live up in Healdsburg. Why don't you just come to my place, you know? I'm, I'm like, don't you want to meet downtown first because right. you don't know me? Like, do you yeah. really want to give me your home address here? Some people are just strangely trusting. And I told her, I said, you, you know, normally you probably shouldn't give someone your address if you haven't even met up with them yet. But, <laughs> um, you know, I'm not weird, I swear. So, you know, I, I came over and it, it was it was fine and everything. We were just hanging out. But, um, you know, some people are just more trusting or more willing to open up like that. And some people are a lot less mm-hmm. trusting. and then And then most people are in between where they're not going to tell someone to come over but so i do you think it's a booty call or it's just something where she just wants to get to know him without any distraction or or noise or maybe she's really broke and she doesn't want to go to a bar or a restaurant and spend money that's another possibility i
0: mean i (laughs) think this day and age like you don't people have different ideas of what dating means and i think he should probably just ask her like he could just flat out say like hey I was really excited about doing this. Like, is there a reason you didn't want to do this and just see what she says? Because I think it's like you said, like, who knows what her motive is? You might as well just
2: ask her. Well, you know, if it's an elaborate, yeah, that's a good point. And if it's an elaborate date, she might be like, whoa, I don't want to go on some crazy hike where right. I'm stuck in the middle yeah. of the wilderness exactly. with some yeah, So it might have just been yeah. a
0: miscommunication. It might not be like she's not interested mm-hmm. or she's not looking for it. It just might be too much too soon. Or she didn't feel well. Who knows what's going on? Might as well yes. just ask
2: her. Yeah. She wants to put minimal effort into it because he she doesn't know if he's worth any effort, which goes back to what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, she she might be thinking, oh, I don't know if he's worth it, but maybe you should always just err on the side that they are going to be worth it. If you've yeah. been talking to them and they seem Absolutely. cool. Absolutely.
1: Benefit the of the doubt, doubt right? Yeah. 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 But I think the communication aspect, Julie, that you brought up is very important. I think he should go, still go on this date with her, but communicate the fact that he was really excited about this date that he had yeah. planned. It was yeah. pretty elaborate. And, he, you know, ask her why she decided not to do that and have a much
2: simpler plan. I like to hear her answer. I, w- I would go on the date and then ask her, though, not over the phone.
1: Oh, not yeah. over the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. should ask while on the while date. While on the totally. date, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. But I don't think it should, it means anything that she did this, right? It could mean. You
2: don't know what it means, so exactly. it, it could mean anything. You're so
1: not, you not psychic. Nowadays, people are very uncomfortable with right. actual dates. You know, like back in the <laughs> yeah. day, it was like dinner and a movie. Right. People are really people don't go to movies anymore that. Because now they <laughs> yeah. do Netflix a pre date yeah. interview. Yeah. It's, these dates interview, are pre date yeah. interviews, totally. and they think it should just be at a bar over a drink. So some people are just really uncomfortable spending all yeah. that time with someone on, the, on these pre-dates.
2: Yeah. I think a pre-date interview makes sense in our, our culture because, you know, it's so tech driven that most people are meeting on, a lot of people are meeting online, especially around here. And so you just don't know. There's all kinds of weirdos online. And so it's probably just safer and a better idea to do the pre-date interview, the, yeah. uh, the coffee or the beer at the bar or whatever.
1: Or to me, or we've talked it's, about it's this, logical. It's just call just have a phone call I know call. the
2: phone call is big it is. FaceTime that way. Face- I've had girls yeah. FaceTime I've FaceTimed I mean, with them you'll already uh, probably wait.
0: filter out a bunch of like this people that will only
2: text you yeah you know? the only thing you yeah. can't get on FaceTime is is uh height <laughs>
1: <laughs> and other things. <laughs> okay, Ned, we're going to wrap this up. Uh-huh. I, since you're not dating in San Francisco, if someone wants to find you, how yeah. would they do that? You're, you're not on the apps in San Francisco. Oh, but I'm always
2: in San Francisco. I'm always well, on the Well, they can reach out to us. Sites. If
0: someone else feels like they want to really get to know someone that is not super surgically attached to their phone reach mm-hmm. in
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. we'll pass them go. along or they <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoa nice you don't even have to pay me just pay me in dates
1: <laughs> or they Someone has a nice collection of bottles they want to share. Too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. If
2: anyone has a grandfather that used to be a construction worker when they were building <laughs> Embarcadero Center, want you know all those places. You'll the them too. Uh, please, a give me a call. even if they're yeah.
0: surgically attached to their phone, you'll still
2: yes. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> I don't care. I'll do anything for bottles.
0: <laughs> I suck your dick.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> you just lost all your
1: data. Yeah, Damn it! Did. Oh no, what I the lost them again. Matches. Oh. The hero matches.
2: No, that's how I do. You got to be your real self, that's and you'll true. get the people that really really i did that you know recently i was in tahoe and i i was like screw this man all these I don't care, I'm just gonna act like myself. I'm I'm over this. And that's when you just when you find someone, you're like, Ugh, and then the girl's like, I really like your personality. And I was like, Wow, that's crazy. I was just I'll give you this. You're definitely
1: authentic. Thank you. You're you definitely authentic.
2: <laughs> that's the thing that is get, for you, there's
1: nothing sure. fake about that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is
2: underneath their facade, so you just have to you break don't them have down the facade, and you no I don't. I don't have any social tact <laughs> or facade or
1: anything. Yeah. Okay, listeners. <laughs> if you want to be net we'd be happy to hook you up, even if it's not for romantic reasons. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have similar stories, similar experiences, or any dating stories, we love to have you as a guest on our show. Just reach out to us. And on that note, stay (laughs) dateable! Your action item for this week is to put your phone down. I know it's hard to quit cold turkey, so let's start with putting away our phones and our headphones for at least 30 minutes a day while you're out and about. I think that's doable, right? Take in all the sounds, sights, and smells of wherever you're at, and you never know who you might notice. The most efficient way to meet new people is a combination of online and offline. 500 Brunches has your offline covered. Connect over brunch with new friends. Come alone or bring a buddy. There's always a table full of friendly faces, mimosas, and eggs benedict. Sign up at 500brunches.com and use the code DATEABLE for a free entry. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcast.